0: I, uh, I had a question about um, kind of Anderson Julio. He, he mentioned the other day, um, you know, that when he was younger, he kind of liked to be a sprinter and that's kind of where his speed came from or comes from. And, you know, obviously he's shown that uh, in preseason and uh, in the first game so far, um, I'm just kind of curious, like when you guys are like in training or whatever, like, is he usually like the person who's kind of beating people in sprint tests? you know, like just kind of how, how does his like speed kind of show in training, which um, obviously not everybody gets to see.
1: Um, yeah, I think, you know, that's one of his biggest strengths. Um, you know, he's a, he's a very fast player and, uh, you know, he used that very well against, uh, against Minnesota um, on, the, on the two counterattacks. And, uh, yeah, I mean, how, how he got it and all that, um, yeah, that's probably you better ask him. But uh, he does show it in training um, and, uh, and I think everybody's aware of it, you know. But uh, we want him to save, you know, his fastest runs uh, for the Saturdays and and for the game days. So if he doesn't do it in training, it's it's not a big deal.
0: Next question comes from Tom. Your line's open.
2: Hey, Albert. Um, So so against Minnesota, you kind of mentioned those two counterattacks in which you were able to capitalize on and score. Freddie, the other day, mentioned that in an ideal world, Real Salt Lake wants the football. They want to control possession and tempo. And Sporting Sporting Kansas City is a team that doesn't necessarily rely on controlling the ball like Minnesota did. So you may, you should, I should say, have more time this upcoming game to control the ball. Uh, how? What are some of the challenges for you and for your attacking players alongside you to try and navigate through the Sporting Kansas City defense, assuming it's not on the counter attack and they are set up defensively, how do you hope to, I guess, navigate through that uh, this upcoming weekend?
1: Well, I, I agree. You know that we're trying to we trying to be the team that has the ball possession. Um, we're not necessarily just a purely counter attacking team. Then again, back to the Minnesota game, you know it, it was a road game, and uh, the road games are, are much different than uh, than the games at home um and uh and you know in Minnesota we didn't we didn't really have like long balls um long uh spells of ball possession um and it was more of the or of the fact that we counterattacked whereas now we're at home um I believe we'll have more of the ball than we did against Minnesota and in upcoming home games as well you know so as i said i think the biggest the biggest difference is playing playing home and and then playing away um and also the fact that it was the first game of the season, you know, so there wasn't um, anything like to look to look back on or to build upon. Because you know, preseason, I always say preseason was the one thing, and it's nice to get it done. But uh, the, the regular season games are, are a completely different level than the preseason. So now we have something to build on, and now we're going to be at home, and uh, and we're going to try, you know, create create chances through ball possession um, against Kansas City, and. That will involve, you know, all 11 players. As, as I say, you know, we, we defend as a team and everybody defends and we attack as a team as well. So it's not necessarily going to be on the front three or four guys to create the chances. Um, it'll, be, it'll be on everyone, you know, and then, and then obviously the, the final product or the final pass or the, or the final shot will be up to the most likely, up to the, the four guys up top. So as I say, you know, the, the hard work has to be there and the, and the same desire and heart that we showed in Minnesota has to be in this game as well.
2: DJ, your line's
0: open. Uh, Albert, I'm curious, watching some of the sporting Kansas City highlights, it looks like the two goals they've conceded this year have been or some real quality right there. What do you see from them defensively? What makes them difficult to score on?
1: Um, I think they're overall a good team. They're a very balanced team. Um, I, I think. Uh, I think they'll, they like to really to have the ball because, you know, um, all of their players um, or most of their players are really, really comfortable with the ball. Um, so I'm pretty sure they will, they will try to come here and, and, and also, you know, keep the ball and uh, and not just purely play counter attacking football. So it should be it should be a good game. And from what I remember, every time we played Kansas City in previous seasons, it was always uh, it was always a, a good game. So, you know, that's what we're expecting. We're expecting a. A tough game. We're not, we're not, you know, up in the clouds right now because we we won the first uh, game of the season. Um, but you know, we are aware of the fact that we're at home, and and you know, it will be it will be on us, uh, you know, how the game goes.
0: Alex, your line's open. Albert, um, Sporting Kansas City's best two players, uh, Johnny Russell, Johnny Russell, and Polito. Um, at least for the first two games really only made appearances like late in the second half of games and i guess there's some optimism that they're going to play a bigger role on saturday against you guys um and i'm just kind of curious like how does that change maybe some game planning um after the first two games where they really didn't feature that much at all
1: well both of them they're not they're not brand new players um that are just you know joined the team and the league uh, in past couple of weeks, so you know, there's uh, there's videos that we've seen them play from previous seasons, and they're not going to be different players, or they're not going to be doing different things than they did last year. For example, when they played, so I'm um, uh, I mean I'm not sure, but um, my guess would be that they picked up a, a knock um, in preseason, and that that's the reason why they haven't started the first two games of the season. But um yeah, for the rest, you know, where we prepared, whether this guy starts up top uh, or another one or the third choice or whoever you know so it, it doesn't necessarily change a game plan for us um depending on if they start this guy up top or this guy on the wing so we we have a plan and also they have their identity that the how they trying to play and then don't change the way they don't change the way they want to play if if this guy is out or this guy is injured you know they they have the style and and that's what they do and it just they rotate the players so it's not really. It's not really a big issue for us. Uh, who's going to start uh, for them?
0: Tom, your
2: line's open. Albert. Uh, well, congratulations on being named a captain. I don't think I've had the opportunity to tell you that. My my question is is reasonably simple. In in your opinion, what what makes a good captain?
1: Well, thank you. First of all, and uh, you know what makes a good captain. I think. Uh, there's uh, there's different types of uh captains out there in in our game um you know uh, some are more vocal um some um, some you know just uh, just know how to get the other players going some improve other players and and their performances and you know there could be there's a thousand reasons uh how a, how a captain can lead and uh and I said uh before the Minnesota game, you know, I'm probably not one of the most vocal guys um on the field. Um but you know there's there's different ways that, that I try and impact the game and, and lead other players and, and make sure that everybody's having a good game. You know, it's not necessarily a one or two man game. Um, you know, you need eleven players to, to play at the highest level possible in order to to succeed in a game. So if uh, if if my role will be to make sure that everybody is uh, is doing their job on the field, then uh, then I'm prepared to do that. You know, but as I said, you know, I have uh, I have different um, qualities of how to how to lead and how to get the other players going. than uh, then just being vocal and talking and, and shouting.
0: Last question comes from Alex. Your line's open. Albert, SKC's keeper is, like, is really young. I think he's around 19 or 20, um, you know, around the same age as a Cho is. Um, You know, kind of going into a game where um, maybe a team knows that the opposing keeper is a little bit on the younger side, a little bit less experienced. As an attacking player, is that something that's kind of on your mind in terms of, like, how you guys can take advantage of that situation?
1: Um. Um, I don't know. It could be for for some players. Um, I mean, I didn't know that the guy's 18 or 19. Um, but you know, if if we look at it look at it that way, then that means that uh, that Kansas City can look at Ochoa the same way, um, which I don't think. You know, uh, nowadays I don't think age age matters that much because more and more you see 18, 19 year olds playing playing regularly and no, not just um, as a keeper, but um, you know, all over the field, all positions. And that's that's the way that the the game is going, you know. Um, the young players get a, get an opportunity a lot lot sooner than probably it was the case. Uh, I don't know, 10, 15 years ago. So that's that's just how it is. And and you know, we every game we go into, we're trying to test the keeper as soon as we can. You know, uh, it kind of sets a, sets a tone if you if you have the first shot in a game, or uh, you know, if you're on the front four right away and you're creating chances. You know it, it kind of sets the tempo for the game and it lets the opposition know that, you know, that we're here and, and, and we're ready right from the start. So um, I don't think it matters how old is the keeper. You know, we're always trying uh, to uh, get in the, the final third of the field and, and have shots and, and score goals as, as soon as we can.